0: WonderfulPistachios.com to learn more. That's WonderfulPistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, Episode 1633, The Diet and Training Combination, Figuring Out How You're Messing It Up, Part 2, by J.C. Dean of jcdfitness.com, and I'm Dr. Neal. Hey there, welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, or welcome for the first time if you're new here. This is the podcast where I act as your very own personal narrator and read to you from some of the most popular health and fitness blogs online. Now, for a lot more blogs being narrated for you, check out Optimal Living Daily. You can search and find that podcast wherever you're listening to this. Now, I'm sure you're eager to hear today's episode, so you can get all set for the Super Bowl later on today, but I want to remind you that today's episode is part two of a longer post. So if you missed part one, then I'd recommend going back and listening to yesterday's episode first. That was episode 1632. But if you're all caught up, let's finally get right to part two and continue optimizing your life. The Diet and Training Combination, Figuring Out How You're Messing It Up, Part Two by JC Dean of jcdfitness.com. So where do people tend to mess up? It's either planning their meals or tracking accurately or being consistent enough with their food plan to make an accurate assessment in terms of progress. Many will start with great intentions. They've gotten their macro plan laid out. They know how they plan to prep their breakfasts, lunches, and dinners. They have a plan for dining out and how to avoid certain trigger foods. But then one of many things happen. One issue is going from strict tracking to loose tracking and eventually to eyeballing. When you first start out and are serious about making sure your intake is consistent, you plan accordingly and track every meal. It's not 100% perfection, but it's close enough and you know it. But over time, as things become easier with the whole tracking process and you become accustomed to it, it's very easy to start loosening the grip somewhat. Instead of tracking each meal, you begin to wing it and only track every few meals. Then you may allow for a snack or two that goes unaccounted for. After a few weeks of this, you may be completely unaware of these little snacks and only remember making a mental note of your main meals. And then some stop tracking altogether with their newfound freedom and confidence in being able to track everything mentally without needing to measure and keep notes. This rarely ever works, by the way. This is where overconfidence and sometimes laziness come together to make you think you're doing better than you really are. And the lack of progress will be sure to remind you of how far you may have gotten off track. Training, screwing with the program and wondering why it ain't working. Sort of like the food issues you just heard, people tend to get too comfortable with what they're doing in the gym. Instead of pushing for more intensity gradually over time, they end up doing one of the following, pushing too hard way too soon and injuring or burning themselves out. Changing movements or rep schemes on the fly based on emotions or small inconveniences such as momentary gym limitations or being rushed. Going through the motions, not paying attention to the training, and as a result, regressing from lack of actual work being done, and missing days unexpectedly and without a valid excuse. Your training should serve as a means to get to the end goal, whatever that may be. The problem is, it's easy to get caught up in the riffraff and not actually pay attention until you're 12 weeks into the process and wondering why nothing's changed with your physique. In order to see the full benefits of a program, it needs to be carried out over time and we must be able to measure it. Three, neglecting proper sleep and recovery. In the West, we are obsessed with productivity and working long hours because it simply must be done. The problem with these demands is it leaves very little time to properly rest and recover from our training and dieting efforts. Training is a stressor. Dieting is also a stressor. Worrying about whether or not you'll reach your fat loss goal in X amount of weeks for your beach vacation is a stressor. Staying up until 1 a.m. and then getting up at 5.30 for work is a stressor. And all of these add up together, and you've got a recipe for burnout, overtraining, and possibly injury. 100 years ago, it was more common to be in sync with the natural biological rhythms of rising and falling asleep with sunshine, like your circadian rhythm. But in modern times, we can have bright lights in our eyes 24 hours a day very easily without much thought as to how it's negatively affecting us. Go a few days without proper sleep and you'll notice a dip in performance in the weight room. You'll also notice that lack of sleep can affect hunger levels and even make it harder to stick to any diet or training guides you've set for yourself. Go too long without any rest or sleep and well, you just might die. Seriously, a lack of sleep for a prolonged period of time can lead to death. It's important and due to our constant need for Facebook and Twitter feeds, our phones and tablets, just might be robbing us of the sleep we desperately need for our physique enhancement endeavors. And four, you lack discipline. To get any of the previous points one through three in order, you need the following, a routine, some structure, and some constraints. Discipline is one of those ideas that seems antiquated or unsexy. Why be disciplined when just about everything you could ever want, speaking both literally and figuratively here, is at your fingertips? Why put in any effort or time or focus? Well, because building your physique takes effort, focus, and dedication, and you'd be robbing yourself of an experience rich in achievement if you try to take shortcuts or give anything less than your very best. You just listened to part two of the post titled The Diet and Training Combination, Figuring Out How You're Messing It Up by JC Dean of jcdfitness.com. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil again here for my commentary. I will add to JC's point and say that when it comes to your diet and your training, it's important that for consistency, you find something you actually enjoy. For your meal plans, yes, I want you to consume less processed foods if possible and more nutritious, think like natural foods with fewer ingredients. But it doesn't mean you have to do that all the time. And it doesn't mean you have to like every single vegetable out there. But it may mean in the beginning, you have to try new recipes. You have to use these foods in different ways so that it does suit you and your lifestyle. You'll have to find ways to maybe save that time to prep your meals or to plan your meals. But once you do that, that effort will pay off because then you found something that works for you and then you'll stick to it over the long term. Same with your training program. If you prefer the gym environment, you can't pick a gym that's one mile, five miles, or 10 miles out of your normal routine because you will never end up going there. When you pick a gym, find one that's on a road that you regularly take, whether it's a road you take to the grocery store or to work or to school, whatever. That will make it more likely to happen. And when you do work out, pick exercises that help you meet your goals, exercises that you sort of kind of like. You don't have to love them because yeah, it's gonna be painful. Yes, it takes work, but exercises that you don't mind doing. And then when you do those exercises, be in the moment. Really think about those muscles flexing, how good it's gonna make you feel, how you're getting stronger. That will bring some of that enjoyment back, just a little bit at least. All right, that'll do it for today. I hope you have a great rest of your Super Bowl weekend for those of us in the US. Thank you so much for listening and I'll be back here tomorrow as usual for Valentine's Day. So I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits.